Brian, what would you say is your number one podcast-related question that you have right now? So, you know, we, we've been doing this for a while. Um, the the show has grown to a point where we, I, you, you're you're always great about saying, you know, don't worry about your numbers; they'll come if they make sense. Um, we don't really worry about them too much, but to a certain extent, you know, we we do want to reach as many people as possible. I'm curious if you have any insight into how. Um, like iTunes and some of these things that that rank and publish, you know, the top shows or whatever works. And I ask that because I actually do two shows. Um, we don't even need to talk about the other one. It's even more geeky and technical than than the, than the Cloudcast is. But um, the Cloudcast has continued to grow. It's reached a decent number to where it shows up on on the iTunes charts. The other one gets maybe a third of the traffic and shows up periodically, but like once a month, once every two months in the top 20 of the charts. And I, for the life of me, cannot figure out how in the world iTunes knows, like how they rank things. What are the things that influence what shows up in their rankings or they're new or like, so anything that, you know, anything that's like the equivalent of like search engine optimization for, you know, podcast awareness or podcast rankings. So I'd love to know if you have any insight into that. If I had the perfect answer, I could retire. (laughs) Because <laughs> everyone wants to know that. Uh, right. So a lot of people with more technical prowess than I have have done a lot of work trying to get underneath the Apple algorithm. Um, and it's it's important to to kind of separate this into two sections. There or three sections really. There's featured, new and noteworthy, and then top two hundred lists. There's there's actually like three different areas where Apple is curating content. Yeah. Um, featured to the best of my ability is literally this, this show is going to be a top 10 show for two weeks. Our Apple app developer has talked to the producer over at Gimlet Media or Vice or the New York Times, and we know this show is coming, and so we're going to promote it. And sure. there, so there's, there's actually like existing relationships that, you know, make being featured really difficult unless you're like, you know, Starting the Ron, yeah, starting the Ron Burgundy podcast or something like that. Right, right. The new and noteworthy is also human curated. So that means people are choosing the podcasts that show up in the new and noteworthy. Uh, It's not as active as the iTunes or the Apple podcast top 200 charts because there's a human element of it. But essentially what they're looking for with the new and noteworthy and what they measure for the top 200 is is new subscribers over a period of time, whether it's 24 hours or 48 hours or a couple of days. And so they have, to the best of everyone's knowledge, they figure out which shows are popping right now, which ones are gaining lots of new subscribers. And based on the rate of new subscriptions, that will float you to the top of the chart or drop you off the bottom. And the reason that you see certain shows stay in like the top 10, for instance, like Joe Rogan show. Joe Rogan experience is always in like the top 20 podcasts right. in the world. It's not because he has millions of downloads. It's because he continues to get new subscribers at a faster rate because he already has so many people listening and has so much exposure. So it's not even that he has a bunch of downloads or a bunch of reviews. It's that he's getting new subscribers at a faster rate than other podcasts. And so you'll so you'll see it with you'll see it more obviously with certain podcasts that don't publish frequently. So like Hardcore History 
is a podcast that has been around for a, a long time. Dan Carlin puts it together and he releases like one or two episodes a year. And so you always know when a new Hardcore History episode comes out because all of a sudden his podcast in the top five in the world. But then in between, it's kind of like hovering in the top 200. Sometimes it drops off. Sometimes it pops back in. But when a new episode comes out, everybody's like, oh, I need to resubscribe to that podcast because I need to get the new episode. So that's, gotcha. so that's how the Apple charts featured new and noteworthy top 200 works for the most part. The key to leveraging it to, to gain awareness, to gain exposure, is choosing your subcategory as well. So you want to make sure that you've categorized your podcast properly, right? So Cloudcast, technical in nature, you don't want to put that in health. Right, right. Right, that needs to be in education or technology or something that's related to what you're talking about. If you have a, a topic that can go a number of different ways... It might benefit you to check out different categories and see what kind of competition you have as far as reach, as far as size of podcasts, because some categories are more comp- competitive than others. But for the most part, if you can choose your categories well, then that will really help with your rankings. And then you're competing based on number of new subscribers, which is right. another reason why you'll often see podcasts jump into the top 200 when they have a notable guest on their podcast because that person has probably cross-promoted it to their audience and brought a bunch of new people over and they've decided to stick around and they've subscribed. Yep, so it makes total sense. So makes total sense. Yeah. So if you're, if you're trying to get some more organic exposure, some more free exposure through the Apple Podcasts app, you want to, and, and if you've been around for a while, so if you don't qualify for new and noteworthy, which is like a three-month window, from when you first get accepted into Apple Podcasts, at least as of recording, that's that's kind of the criteria. Um, you want to make sure you've categorized your show well, and then you want to, you know, understand that it's measuring new subscribers. It's not measuring how many reviews you have. It's not even measuring how many downloads you have. It's how many new people have subscribed to this podcast in the last 24, 48, 72 hours. That's, that's how it's getting updated, and it updates every hour or two. So Right. And if you want to if you want to track beyond 200, you can use a site like Podkite or Chartable, which will monitor your rankings and give you. You can sign up for daily or weekly newsletters, where they'll update you on like, hey, you reached 32 in this chart this week, and they'll even break it down into countries. So beyond the country that you're in, you know, it's it's always fun to be like, you are now the number 12 podcast in Tasmania. Oh, great, <laughs> thank you. That's fantastic. Um, so that'll give you a little more data into the the Apple rankings. And they've started to bring in some other rankings as well, but Apple's really the, the most notable one that everybody pays attention to. So that would be my advice. Yeah, no, that's super helpful. I really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, it demystifies a little bit that uh, I never could quite figure out. <laughs> 